Hey, what's good, fam? You know, I try to assess my life on a regular basis, you know, thinking about who I am and who I'm supposed to be, at least in my mind. But although I do this on a regular basis, there are two specific times when I think I do this on a deeper level. The first is during funerals. I know this may sound morbid, but when I watch a family mourn or I see a friend or a colleague or even a family member that's passed on, that's transitioned, I tend to ask myself, have I made a difference in the lives of others? Have I used every opportunity that I've been given? You know, have I have I made it such that when I'm gone, people actually miss me because I've made a mark on their lives. So funerals are one time when I dig a little deeper and I ask myself, am I am I being everything that I can be? The second time is at the close of one year and the beginning of another. At least for me, it's important to constantly reflect on and, and plan and, and set goals so that I, I have some type of compass for the upcoming year. And there's no feeling in the world like when a plan comes together. But then there are those times when it doesn't. So how do we handle those times? Well, Stay tuned because we're going to take a look in the book of Proverbs and we're going to talk about the topic. I got plans coming up next on The Trifling Ones. So Proverbs 19.21, Proverbs 19.21 says this, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Two things that I want to hit real quickly. And the first of those things is. The comfort from our plans. The comfort from our plans. Verse 21 says, many are the plans in a person's heart. If we think about it, we've made many plans throughout our lives. Some of them we put on vision boards and others we wrote in a journal and still others we just kept in our mental space. We just we just thought about it. We didn't actually document it anywhere, but we knew that we needed to, wanted to, and desired to accomplish some things. And hopefully many of those became a reality for you. Because you see, we're comfortable when our plans fall in line. There's a comfort level that exists there. For example, when we chose a college major and we, and we love it, then life is good. You know, when we land that job that we've been interviewing for and it pays more than we even could have imagined, well, it's all good. 
when we walk onto that car lot and we've got the credit needed to get the one we want and we can afford the payment with no problem, that feels good. When we're healthy and oftentimes we take good health for granted. See, you know, sometimes we forget that we even have health when it's all working right. But let some stuff mess around and stop working the way it used to. Well, when we're healthy, it's, it's all good. When our finances are in order, then we have peace and we get to enjoy life. You know, planning is important because planning leads to preparation. And when you plan and then you prepare, then you have great performance. And so it takes you closer to your goals. So the text tells us that many are the plans in a person's heart. But then we get to but. We got to deal with this conjunction, but. Fam, every last one of us has a story or two or 12 that we can tell about plans that didn't work out for us. Things that we we wanted and desired and we planned for and it just didn't pan out that way. But you see, there's comfort in our plans and every last one of us like comfort. But even more than our comfort is something called commitment. And so the second point that I want to talk about after the comfort for our plans, or the comfort from our plans, is the commitment to his purpose. The commitment to his purpose. That but that I just mentioned earlier, that conjunction but, the text says, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So that means that we can plan and we can prepare and we can perform. But if it ain't his purpose, if his purpose is not positioned within that plan, then it doesn't prevail. So let me repeat, committing to his purpose means accepting that the plan has gone to the left. At least in our eyes, when it ain't working right, then then in our eyes, the plan has gone to the left. It's gone astray. Things appear to have gone off the rails. You know, most of the prayers that we even send up are based on the fact that the things that we plant are not happening right now. And so because what we plant for, what we hoped for, what we desired for ain't what's happening, we're petitioning God and heaven for him to put it back on track. I'll tell you though, one of the scariest things out here is having to commit to God's plan, especially when it ain't ours. Well, why do I say that? Well, if you think about it, I'm pretty sure that Joseph wouldn't have minded being second in command in Egypt without having to be betrayed by his brothers and without being accused of rape and without having to serve time in the penitentiary. I'm pretty sure that he would have preferred to just follow his own plan, but without all that purpose that God had mixed into it. I think that. 
I'm pretty sure that Moses wouldn't have minded being the one to lead the people out of Egypt without having to be given away by his family and without becoming a murderer, without being exiled from his family and friends for 40 years, and then without having to try to lead people who mumbled and grumbled the entire time he was trying to do it. I'm thinking that Moses probably had a better plan as to how he was going to lead the people out of Egypt without all that God purpose in it. You know, I'm guessing that you would have been all right with going through life without having to grow up so fast because you had to take care of your younger siblings. You know, you would have been all right without having to become an adult uh, that soon that you, you would have been OK with becoming an adult a little bit later in life and enjoying your childhood just a little bit more. You know, I'm thinking that you would be OK without having that injury that kept you from making it to the league. You would have been just fine without experiencing that and all of the God purpose that was wrapped up in that. You know, I'm thinking that you would have been just fine if your baby was able to communicate like others do. And they weren't on the spectrum. You love your baby and would not trade him or her from the, for the world. But I'm still thinking that you would have been just fine. If they didn't have that quote unquote disability and you didn't have to deal with all that purpose that God had mixed in to your life. The bottom line is I got plans and this is not the plan. You know, I would be all right right now without having to deal with some of the things that my wife and I and my family have had to endure and are. Enduring this very moment. But there goes that conjunction. God has a purpose that prevails. You know, purpose driven preparation is taking place in my life right now. And I would argue that it's doing the same exact thing in your life. You know, I know that the blueprint has been altered, and I know that the plan is not exactly the way you want it to be. I'm right there with you. However, always remember that Romans 8:28 says this. All things work together for good for those who love him, to them who are the called according to his purpose. What that means in effect is that every single thing that happens in our life has crossed his divine desk. And if we're experiencing it, it means he signed off on it. And so therefore, this delay, this, this detour, this denial isn't meant to take us out. What it's doing is it's infusing something into our lives that's going to last. So there are things about our own purpose that we're not aware about. There are things that we want that aren't good for us. There are things that we don't want that are exactly what we need to form and fashion us into who he would have us to be. Our purpose is what allows friends and family and fraternity brothers and others to call me and text me and email me with words of comfort when I'm going through it. Why do I say that? Because they've been through it already. They've already experienced it. They've already been through the disappointment and the pain. 
And so because they've gone before me, they can turn around and look at me and they can tell me how they made it through and they can bring me along and they can be strength for me because there's nothing like knowing that somebody else can relate. So we family through our own hardships are being placed in a position to do the same for others. See, our purpose is what allows us to better understand the plight of others who come behind us. Our purpose is what puts us in a position to be compassionate and to help others. It may not be full of comfort, but it needs our full commitment. So, family, persevere in our plans we must, but always ask God this. Is my plan in your purpose? And then be persuaded, if need be, to move in another direction. Heavenly Father, we come before you now because we've got plans. There are things that we desire to do and things that we want to be. We ask right now, Heavenly Father, that you would be with us as we plan as we set out our goals, and as we look to become better. We pray that you would place a special anointing upon all of our plans. But God, also help us to recognize that everything, all of our plans, are contingent upon your purpose. So help us to be flexible, to be able to see and know that when you desire something for us, That is the direction that we should move in. Help us to always be in your will because we understand that there's no safer place than to be within the will of God. All these things we ask in your son, Jesus Christ's name, and all of the trifling ones said, amen. Thank you.